0: Hello and welcome to Good People to Know, a Downworth podcast brought to you by WFI Insurance. Australian farms remain some of the most unsafe work environments in the country, with roughly one in six people killed on the job in Australia working on a farm. To help improve these sobering statistics, the Victorian Farmers Federation, with funding from the Victorian Government, have started the Making Our Farms Safer project, which aims to deliver free farm safety tools and services that are accessible, practical and useful to all farmers. To find out more, I'm joined today by John Darcy from the Victorian Farmers Federation to chat about why safety remains such a concern on Australian farms and how farmers, Australia-wide, can take practical steps to improve safety on their farms. John, before we chat about the program, can you start by telling us some of the sobering safety statistics on Australian farms?
1: So, um, AgriFutures is a research body that puts out an uh, annual report on farming uh, statistics, and unfortunately, farming has been at the top of the tree for, uh, for the good part of two decades. Outstretching construction, manufacturing, transport, and uh, has the highest rate of fatalities. Despite the fact that we only employ about two and a half, three percent of the working population, uh, we attribute for about twenty percent of the farming fatalities. The numbers have dropped in the last year or so, and that's a uh, good sign. But unfortunately, Victoria, we've already uh, outstripped the number of fatalities that occurred on Victorian farms uh, this year. So we've had seven so far in Victoria. Uh, we had uh, just six uh, the year before, but the year before that we had 14, and so uh, we hope that we can keep on driving the numbers down.
0: And, of course, John's farms are a little bit unique, aren't they, in the fact that as well as being a working business, they're also a family home uh, with children and, uh, and visitors and the like, so they bring unique risks and, uh, and present additional challenges to, from that point of view.
1: They do, and uh, unfortunately with uh, half, almost half of the farming accidents and fatalities that have occurred in Australia, Uh, have actually involved farmers themselves or immediate family members. And uh, tragically 14% of uh, farming fatalities nationally actually involve the children under the age of 15 years and a number of those involving children actually engaged in work activities and that's the nature of farming. Uh, Older farmers who are in their 70s and 80s who want to uh, keep on working, uh, also um, our future farmers who start at young ages, 10, 11, 12, where they might drive tractors and unfortunately uh, get involved in farm accidents.
0: Yes, yeah, so that makes uh, our conversation today, John, a, a really important discussion. So, looking forward to uh, to talking further about it. And um, I'm sure from your time with the VMF, um, you've heard many stories from farmers. Is there a particular incident that sticks with you?
1: Uh, over my working life uh, in, in industry associations, I've dealt with um, multiple workplace accidents, fatalities and... Uh in the time that I've been with the VFF, I've uh, had to respond to, uh, similarly to a number of farming accidents. And my first in- instinct when I, I hear about an accident on the press or on the radio is, uh, God, to hope it's not a VFF member. And if it is, I hope they call me. And with the project we're running, our service are available to any farmer in Victoria, so it doesn't really matter whether they're VFF or not. I just hope that they call. And I've held the, had to hold the hands of uh, multiple families over the journey. Um, and uh, a recent incident without getting specifics uh, actually affected two farming families. And so uh, uh, a farm accident involving uh, a neighbour's son and um, that's one of the biggest issues as well with the farming accidents is that they uh, actually have a whole of community impact where uh, in regional, com- regional areas families are very, very close to each other, uh, everyone knows each other and uh, yeah, the accidents can have a massive uh, psych- psychological impact on the whole community. And so um, our view is that we can try and do as much as we can humanly possibly do to try and make the, the community and the farm safer.
0: So John, how does the VFF work with the, with the farmer after after an incident occurs?
1: So when an incident occurs uh, and a farmer calls me up about an accident, we would um, take stock and talk them through what they need to know. Uh, We'd meet them often if we can, as soon as possible. And I would talk them through uh, firstly, uh, if it's an employee, the need to uh, lodge a work cover claim and to uh, cover the family. But then I also talked about WorkSafe and uh, how they function and we have to respect that WorkSafe are a regulator, they've got a job to do uh, and they're conducting the investigation and often I have to put uh, the uh, employer into the hands of a uh, lawyer that practices OHS law. But we'd rather not be doing that work, we'd rather be meeting with them before those incidents occur so that uh, they're obviously uh, managing safety properly. one of the things we explain to farmers when we do meet with them is that they do need to recognise those multiple levels of risk. They've got OHS and WorkSafe with potentially worst-case scenarios of workplace manslaughter and $18.1 million fines or up to 25 years jail. We've got workers' compensation responsibilities and also public liability risk. And we explain to farmers if they manage safety properly, they actually cover all of those bases. They cover all of those areas, areas of responsibility because they all overlap. And so uh, uh, helping, or managing, helping farmers to manage safety helps them across all of those areas.
0: So John, clearly it, it, it's a confronting area and uh, not only are we dealing with, uh, with trauma or injury, but there's also potentially litigation and, and, and legal action. So prevention is, is obviously the answer and education. Can you tell us a little bit about the VFF's Making Our Farm Safer program?
1: So with the uh, program, uh, the services that are available are available to all Victorian farmers free of charge, not just VFF members. And uh, my colleague Richard and I spend two to three days a week on farms all over Victoria. So uh, in the space of uh, the last 18 months, uh, I've knocked over just over 100,000 k's and um, a day, a typical farm safety visit would uh, be often starting from a zero base. We would meet at the dining table and talk them through what they need to know from the point of view of their legal responsibilities. We also provide a heap of resources free of charge so all their policies procedure templates all of their uh, checklists and uh, resources they need uh, sufficient resources for your typical small farming operation and also give them a uh, an action plan a road map to follow so as to uh, guide them on how to uh, implement the uh, resources we provide them with and then after that we do a uh, walk around of the farm so we walk through the sheds and we are a fresh set of eyes we see things that uh, they become accustomed to and not, a, not aware of. That's one of the biggest challenges if farmers become accustomed to their daily working environment. They're not aware of the hazards or that are oblivious to them because uh, uh, that's their workplace and they're used to it and so we see things they don't. So, um, it's uh, really, really important. Now, apart from the free safety visits to farms, we also run a number of uh, town hall meetings and events. Um, We've run over 70 events over the last uh, 18 months. We um, produce a monthly Making Our Farm Safer newsletter, which comes out on the third Thursday of every month, and we also uh, have our dedicated Making Our Farm Safer website. And so we're doing as much as we can do to support farmers to help them to comply and protect their business.
0: So safety risks vary from farm to farm depending on the the industry or the farming segment that they're they operating in. Do you provide industry-specific resources or is it more generic?
1: Most, most safety resources are generic in nature. So when you talk about policy procedure templates, they're universal and apply to all businesses. But one thing we are doing is we're also working with various industry groups. Uh, So, for example, Grain Producers Australia have uh, OHS uh, online training courses and we lend our OHS knowledge and experience uh, partnering with them to uh, review their courses and make sure that they are legally accurate. And um, and similarly, we'd work with other farming industry bodies. A good example would be uh, working with the Livestock Transport Association to uh, communicate with industry about livestock loading ramps and Australian standards that apply, so as to uh, improve safety uh, in, the, uh, in the livestock industry. And so uh, we partner with various industry groups. We know that some farmers were, would look to their respective industry groups. But one of the key uh, objectives with the uh, Making Our Farm Safer project with uh, our agreement with the Department of Agriculture is for the VFF to become the central point and the trusted source for the industry. And so we're consolidating and, uh, and coordinating and putting all these things onto our singular website.
0: You've spoken a lot so far about farmers' OH&S responsibilities. Can you give us an example of some of the things you talk about with farmers when you visit a property?
1: We talk them through their full range of legal responsibilities, but two areas, for example, that we do talk to farmers about is public safety and also contractor management. With public safety, a lot of farmers are oblivious to the fact that Whilst they might have some sense of appreciation that if a member of the public gets hurt on their farm, they might be su- uh, sued or pursued under their public liability insurance, we also make them aware that apart from that, they need to be aware that an injury to a member of the public is actually a, an area that Worksafe can also take an active interest in and can prosecute. What we also convey to farmers with in respect to public liability is uh, workers that work on their farm. If a contractor uh, or a contractor's employee is injured on the farm, they will be able to sue uh, the farmer and this is really goes to the importance of them having uh, public liability insurance to make sure they cover themselves. Conversely, when we, uh, when we talk to farmers about contractor management, we strongly recommend to them that whenever they engage in contractors, they should definitely obtain from the contractors a copy of their certificate currency for their public liability insurance. And it's for the same reason, if one of their employees gets injured or hurt by the activities of the contractor, their employees would have to hit them with a work cover claim. Now, WorkSafe, uh, as the regulator, they, they regulate both the OHS Act and also the state's workers' compensation legislation and they actually uh, seek to recover the costs of workers' compensation claims. These are referred to commonly as uh, worker-worker claims and so they will actually uh, uh, lodge legal action, uh, a lawsuit, uh, a civil action. To recover the costs back through, the, as I refer to it, the third party insurance merry go round. And uh, if, if a business doesn't have public liability insurance, and I've seen that unfortunately over the years, where a business didn't have adequate work covering, uh, sorry, public liability insurance, or if the contractors don't have the right insurances, well, the farmer's therefore legally exposed, and they've got to make sure they're covering both bases themselves and also contractors they engage. With contractors, also, um, we stress the importance to uh, ensure that if they are doing work predominantly on the farm uh, for the farmer, so if they're engaging, for example, a specialist contractor like a plumber or electrician, that's work that's not core to their work, and it's highly unlikely that they're going to be liable for activities that are undertaken by specialist contractors. When they're engaging contractors that are doing predominantly farm work as part of their work, they should work with the contractors to ensure between the two of them that work's going to be done in a safe manner. That might be uh, checking systems at work, checking safe operating procedures, but also making sure they uh, induct the contractors, make sure they uh, check the insurances for one, but also ensure they're aware of the procedures for reporting of accidents and injuries, mercy procedures, first aid, and between both parties, making sure that they're managing safety responsibilities properly.
0: That's good advice, uh, John, and I know from from our point of view, you talked about public liability there and we, you know, we do see you know, the end outcome of some of the, the things that can, can go wrong and uh, you know, no, one, no one intends that to happen, but unfortunately things can and do go wrong from time to time. So having all the, uh, being diligent uh, with having the, the records and, and vetting people and having, you know, knowing who's coming onto your property uh, can, can be a big help.
1: With visitors, we stress the importance that they make sure when visitors arrive, we're not talking visitors, I'm talking about people who might, they might actually invite in for activities such as camping or shooting, those sorts of recreational activities. Know where they are, put a proverbial fence around them, go and check on them from time to time, but make sure they've got things like first aid facilities and fire extinguishers. Make sure that uh, um, you know what they're doing and where. And uh, if, for example, heaven forbid that they got run over by a bull, well, you need to be alive to the fact that, yes, that can come back and haunt you. And I have seen over the journey, um, employers who have not had the right insurances and it's cost them a bundle. So they need to make sure that they're uh, covering covering what they can do in their own right, but then having the insurances back up.
0: Fantastic advice. John, from your 200, over 250 farm visits, what do you find are consistently the biggest safety issues?
1: Well, the biggest uh, cause of accidents and fatalities in the industry are, uh, um interchangeably over the last few years, tractors quad bikes and side-by-side vehicles. Uh, With tractors, there's people falling off them, uh, falling under them, getting off them while they're moving, starting them with gear, doing maintenance on them. With uh, quad bikes, it's um, falling off of them and getting crushed by them. And with side-by-side vehicles, uh, the biggest issue is driving them and not wearing seatbelts. All of those risks are are manageable risks. They're all things that farmers uh, uh, do definitely have legal responsibility to uh, manage.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question, John. It sounds like those those sort of things are manageable risks, um, and there's a number of practical things that I suppose a, a farmer can do to to mitigate or, or manage that risk.
1: There is. They need to, um, for example, with quad bikes, it's no grey. They need to ensure that the bars are on the uh, quad. The quad bars are on the bikes. Fifty uh, percent of uh, f- quad bike fatalities is actually uh, there is. The factor resulting in the death or injury has actually been asphyxiation from the weight of the bike landing on the person. So just relying on a helmet or just relying on operator competency is not sufficient. They need to make sure they've got an engineering control which is the bar. On the side-by-sides and wearing the seat belts. that is definitely a legal expectation and responsibility for the farmer to make sure that uh, the employees are wearing the seat belts and that uh, they enforce that usage. But farmers also have to lead by example and make sure they're wearing the seatbelts themselves. And uh, with the tractors, we can't stress the imports uh, uh, enough that they sit down and engage with their employees about tractor safety and uh, have a toolbox meeting, make sure that uh, uh, they talk to the employees about those things, make sure that the employees know they should not get off a tractor while it's moving. Now with newer makes and models, um they've got interlocks built into the seats and they'll switch off when a person removes themselves from the seat but a lot of older makes and models those things uh were not designed or built in this is new emerging technology uh but um we strongly stress to farmers they need to make sure they consult and talk to their employees about uh, how they operate all these forms of farm machinery in a safe manner
0: and john i guess uh you know it all just gets a little bit harder from time to time but it's something that that needs to be managed that you know a number of farming occupations have, will have, will have a transient workforce with people coming to, you know to in the in the, the horticultural industry picking fruit and the like. So so again, it's just reinforcing with you know people that come and go from time to time and aren't full time employees, uh, um, and ensuring that the right safety processes are, are rolled out and understood.
1: We're, one of the things we stress to farmers and when we talk them through what they need to know is one of their key legal duties, a pillar if you like, that underpins the primary duty to provide a safe workplace. Is a duty to provide adequate information, instruction, training and supervision and training and instruction from day one is critically important, particularly for uh, young workers and the seasonal workers for example, to make sure that they've got a robust induction process in place. To make sure that they uh, convey all the safety information early uh, and also instill confidence in the uh, workers, you mentioned seasonal workers there. Um, some of the uh, seasonal workers come from uh, countries where they Think it offensive to uh, speak up or to object to uh, something that's being put to them, and uh, farmers need to instil that confidence in all of their workers that they do take safety seriously, but that they want their employees to come and talk to them, and want them to raise any safety concerns.
0: John, this is a great initiative from from the VFF, but is, 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 what's happening nationally? Is there is there a national uh, national framework underway, or is the VFF leading the charge here?
1: This is the uh, only pr- uh, program of this type. Uh, there's certainly a lot of uh, work done by uh, farming bodies and uh, um, various industry uh, groups across Australia, and we have Farm Safe Australia. Uh, their role is, but uh, they're based in Canberra, and they coordinate with all of the various farming uh, organisations who are doing work in the health and safety space. Uh, but the program that we're running is uh, is unique in that uh, it's funding for uh, farm visits for free to all farmers. Uh, but also uh, with a whole of industry outlook, and to not just uh, do farm visits and meet events, but also to try and change the culture of the industry as a whole. And so, well, you asked that question earlier. Are we working with uh, industry groups? Yes, but we've taken a whole of industry approach, and so it's quite unique in that regard.
0: So, John, as we wrap up, is you know, is there a message you'd like to share with, with our, our our farming audience um, on on this topic as we as we, we wrap this discussion up?
1: So to all farmers, irrespective of whether they're in Victoria or not, I'd encourage them to uh, familiarise themselves with the Making Our Farm Safer website. Whilst it is uh, Victorian based, uh, uh, their resources uh, apply across jurisdictions and also uh, the newsletter, the messages we convey that are as relevant to a farmer in New South Wales or Queensland as much as they would be in Victoria. And that's a really important educative uh, tool and resource for, for us to, uh, to engage with the industry. Uh, but Victorian farmers in particular, clearly, would strongly encourage any Victorian farmer to uh, um, jump on our website and uh, follow the links and uh, um, take up the uh, opportunity to have a free farm safety visit from Richard or I. We're generally working in the space of two to three weeks in advance and we get the diary out and work out a mutual date and time. Uh, but we'd love to see uh, see them all um, as uh, yeah, whenever we can.
0: And John, thank you. Look, that, that's fantastic. I think we'd probably talk for, for a lot longer, but uh, clearly... Every um, injury or, or incident that we, we can prevent uh, on a farm is a good thing and you know it involves people, so uh, it's a great initiative and, and all the best for, for rolling this out and hopefully we do see some sort of national framework come into place off the back of this great concept.
1: Thank you.